Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say close to you, close to you. All right, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, what's up, Trey? You're here as always. Unmute your mic, Trey. What's up? How's it going, Jason? <laughs> uh, and then we have a special guest, Mr. Drew the Nomad, but he would like to be called Zap. What's up, Zap? What's up? Yes. So Zap is here. Uh, to talk about all things hilariousness, um, web web wise and production wise, um, he's great. I've known him for twenty years. He actually was the producer on my uh, first group album, Concept Seven, where actually last uh, Saul Paul was actually on that album too. And Drew did all the production on that one, most of the production on that album. On the yeah, so uh, like ninety seven. No, you did all of it, right? Yeah. I think 14 of the 15 tracks. Yeah, uh, that is good. You did, you did one in your basement. I, I did do one in my basement. Um, and then, um, yeah, so, hey, guys, if you want, what are our headlines for the week? We'll start with Trey, then we'll go Drew, and then we'll go me, mainly because I need to put everything online. So here we go. Uh, what do you, what's your headline? Hey, and starting today, Mr. DJ Sound Effects, don't lie. You don't lie. I realized two weeks in a row you've been like COVID-19. If you didn't get COVID-19, then do not say you got COVID-19. The whole point of the headline is for it to be the truth. But once you look exaggerated. back at it. Yes. But those are lies that you said. They're not the truth exaggerated. I mean, I tried, nope. Jason. Nope. It was on the spot, man. Come on. I, well, you need to try harder. We're not liars here on the spot. <laughs> so... <laughs> so... Uh, Go for it, my man. What do you got for us today? Yeah. Um, so I got an official face mask from. See, I can't do this, man. It's it's you. you You're fine. You set me up for that. You got an official face mask. I got an official face mask from Marvel. There you go. Like like Marvel, Marvel. Ooh. All right. Uh, what do you think, Zap? Uh, tell me one highlight of your week. Other well, than this, I just of got a, a text message from my friend that he had COVID, but he's already recovered because it took him like five days to give him his test results. So that's kind of sad, but but you 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 did it, and then you did the whole thing. So <laughs> the headline is: My friend texted me of COVID, and then we were going to uh, talk. Sorry, about that, that just literally happened. I I mean, okay, the headline. Uh, yeah, I don't. We well, don't do the same one. <laughs> What do you what do you want me to say? So, so, so you say yeah, so you say in the headline saying your friend tested positive for COVID, and then we come back around and say what actually happened. Okay, well, I don't want that to be my headline. I just that actually just I oh, that's crazy, dude. So that's I'm, insane. I'm, so, I, I'm sorry, I apologize. Uh 
No, you're good. I don't, I don't know. I've been doing some recording. How about that? Is that a good headline? Yeah, doing some recording. Yeah, you just recorded a Grammy nominated or uh, uh, a Grammy <laughs> nominated artist, maybe. Um, yeah. Yes. So uh, I just totally screwed up your show. I'm sorry. It's okay. I no, not up. at all, man. I mess up my show often. Um, we live and breathe with this stuff, man. And uh, uh, my headline would would be, um, I found uh, oh, um, I found rotted meat in my freezer refrigerator. Ugh, that's gross. And uh, so Trey, tell us about your Marvel mask. So uh, I got uh, some face masks um, from a friend, quote unquote. And um, uh, they have Punisher skulls on them. So technically they're not from Marvel, but they have uh, the Marvel Punisher insignia on them. So but they're my favorite face masks. That's fine. That's not lying. That is exaggerating the truth. Um, Mr. Zap. Yo. Uh, what kind of recording did you do this week? I did some uh, bass recording from uh, my, my buddy John and uh, did some drum recording. Yeah, and that's to be that's from our soon-to-be Grammy-nominated album uh, that I'm a part so of this wonderful say. band. So, I mean, obviously it's going to be best rap vocals. <laughs> I mean, of course. Um, so I mean it makes sense that it would be grabbing nominated. Some maybe maybe in 10 years if we ever finish this album. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> so here's our quiz. Uh it's Drew against Jason. Excuse me, Zap against Scout Duh. Uh Zap Del. The, fo- there we go. the official name is Zap Delwood. Zap Do Delwood. Zap Delwood. Zip it Zap Delwood. All right, sweet. So uh this is actually not a multiple choice quiz. This is uh gonna have to come from your brain. And if you don't know it, we're gonna move on. Uh so it's a point-based quiz, and whoever has the most the end wins. It's going to be you. But it's okay. Uh we're gonna actually start with uh Jason this time around. Uh, and the first question is Bridge Over Troubled Water was the final album of which folk rock duo released in 1970. My answer is Pink Floyd. Okay, so Jason, what is your answer? Um, Simon and Goldfunk Girl. Yeah, that was the uh, previous question. Sadly, uh, uh, well, the best part is another... nobody knows what that question was, Trey, because we weren't online. But it's okay. Well, I I literally just asked the same question. All right, go for it. <laughs> you want me to you're do it asking, again? No, you're, you're asking for a, for a single. Yes. And okay. Oh man, I don't. I have no clue on that. So the so the the answer is Mole of Kintyre by Wings. Okay, I would have never got that. It's all You're good. Gonna have to step us down to the two hundred dollar category. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, well, this is—it'll get easier. Um, all right, Jason. So, the film Rocket Man charts the rise of which '70s superstar? Um, Elton John. Okay, Zap. What do you got? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know that question? Let's repeat the question. Yeah, so the uh, question is, the film Rocket Man charts the rise of which 70s superstar? Uh, well, isn't that Elton John? Um, so it's I... actually Sir Elton John, but you guys both get a point. Okay. Zap's got, right. Zap's, Zap's got two points so far. Jason has one. <laughs> nice. All right. Next question. That was an accident. Okay. That was All an right. accident. Uh, Trey, give me one second. Um, okay. Hey, guys. Welcome to the podcast. 
Oh, uh, it looks like we have a different stream. So, hey, what's up? Uh, welcome to the podcast. We're doing a 70s quiz uh, right now. And uh, it's me versus Zap. And we'll see who wins. Keep going, Trey. Dope, sick, nasty, man. Um, so, yeah. Uh, question number four. This will go to uh, Zap. Which member of the Electric Light Orchestra left to form Wizard in July 1972? I'm going to have to pass on that one. All righty. Jason, same question. Which member of the Electric Light Orchestra left to form Wizard in the July 1972? Frank Oz. Yeah, it's Roy Wood, so you guys both get it wrong. Uh, next question. What was the name? And this goes to Jason first. What was the name of David Bowie's flamboyant alter ego? Alter ego. You don't know this one. Come on. David Bowie. What? His alter ego. David Bowie. All right. Zap. Man, I, I'm afraid I don't know this one either. What? Come on. I <laughs> you should question. be playing the quiz. You're the one that wrote it. So it's actually Ziggy Stardust. Come on, guys. Like, what? You guys don't know that? <laughs> All right. Next question. Uh, to Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. What was the best selling film soundtrack of the 1970s in the UK? Um, uh, the Wall? So All right. So, what? <laughs> dude, I don't know why you didn't. No, do- it's okay. If you're going to do this, you should add, should add options. I'm sorry. This is. Terrible quizzing on your end. Zap. What do you got? Repeat the question. Yeah. So uh, the question is, um, what was the best-selling film soundtrack of the 1970s in the UK? Trey, at this point, just Jesus Christ Superstar. So it's Saturday Night Fever. Okay. (laughs) Hey, you're still winning, so that's the goal, right? Why is this all based out of the UK? (laughs) Uh, It's not, but... Sir Elton John's uh, not. We're in America here, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No, you're good. What the was UK. the name of Ringo Starr's <laughs> uh, third not, album but... released in 1973? Sir Elton John's uh, the final project of all four members in the Beatles uh, of the Beatles worked on before the death of John Lennon in 1980. What essentially? What was the name of Ringo Starr's third album released in 1973? Uh, Ringo. It's like super Stars easy. Circus. All right, you made it. It's way too difficult. That helter skelter. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so so literally Ringo Star without the star. Ringo. Ringo. Oh, Zap! You're amazing, man. You just got your third point, dude. Oh, dude, you're amazing. That... Jason, come on. They should have got the beginning of this when I knew the answers. <laughs> <laughs> now we're looking like total. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. So my. Final question, since you guys are doing so poorly. Um, in, what, <laughs> in what year did Ronnie Wood join the Rolling Stones? Is it night? Here, I'll help you out. Is it 19, 1970, 1973, 1975, or 1980? 73. Okay, Jason. Um, 1980. So, uh, Zap, do you want to uh, change your answer? Is it, is it 1975, 1975, 1975, or wait for it, 1975? 1975. Oh, my gosh. That passes fourth point. Jason, what was your, uh, you said 1980? Um, I said 1980. Yeah. Well, 
I guess that's the quiz. Um, but uh, Seth has a total of four points and Jason has one. Uh, so uh, congratulations, Zap, for winning our quiz right. today. And actually one person in our, uh, in our chat actually answered the question correctly, too. Ooh, that's awesome. That's Caprina Hawkinson. Hawkinson? Caprina. Caprina. Sorry, Caprina. <laughs> Caprina terrible. Hawkinson. What's up, Caprina? How's it going? You're, that's awesome. You should we have got been on this quiz. At, I know, right? So, so you guys did. You guys did okay. I mean, there it wasn't a multiple choice quiz this time around. I normally do multiple choice, but uh, but yeah. So that is our quiz. Good stuff. Good, good job, Zach. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Thank you, Trey, for really trying hard to make that quiz without any multiple wow. choice answers. Really wow. great. I had one. I had one. Yeah. Let's. Well, you just made it up. But uh, I bet our I bet our uh, people would have um better questions so anyways guys wow. we have our amazing guest mr drew or zap um and what's up zap zap is a web producer and web producer i combined the two things together <laughs> web designer, I mean, hey. music producer um i've actually known him for 20 years he produced my first um group album which was concept seven um he did all the tracks on it and i've known him for a long time and uh, he's also done a bunch of websites for me, and we've done a lot of cool stuff together. So we have him here on the show. Um, and uh, yeah, so hi, how are you doing today, Zap? I'm doing fantastic. I'm so happy that I won the the quiz. Yeah, it's important, especially rub it in his face. I, you know what's funny is I yeah. don't think you're much of a you're not much of a sampler when it comes to making beats. Like you're the kind of person that you want to make everything from scratch. Um, True. so, yeah, yeah. you know, most guys I know that are love seventies and seventies music, really, they love it because they love sampling stuff off of it. But you, well, you know, when I, when I said seventies, I said seventies and eighties because really my favorite genre, uh, I have to say is Disco. like, no, it's the boogie funk. It's a, it's a very short lived, um, genre, but it would be late seventies, early eighties. And um, I feel like any music that I would do be a short-lived genre. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, uh, it's uh, it's good stuff. I mean, you've heard of Chromio, and there's other artists now that are basically re redoing that that genre. But it's it was kind of when when disco was was phasing out, and some of the electronic stuff was coming in, and and uh, yeah, so that's that's uh, that's a genre I really like. Because awesome. it's music you can really feel, you know, it has a good beat, you know, just lots of good sounds in it. So speaking of that, what actually got you into music production? What was it because of your love for that kind of music back in the day? Like what really got you into learning? Because how many instruments do you play at this point? How many um, questions was that? It was like one. six. <laughs> <laughs> I play the recorder. <laughs> no uh okay the question i i'm trying to yeah okay move this along it was uh, in high school right so i i uh my my best friend was like hey let's let's learn to play guitar so we we did that and then uh at the time this would have been 95 96 uh the the consumer products that we had were these multi-track tape machines right so you had a, a cassette and you got four tracks on it that's what we had and so I ended up, I bought one of those from a guy that I worked with and pretty much just started with that and then moved my way up to a, the next thing was a mini disc and that was digital. And then 
uh, in the early 2000s, the computer stuff started coming around. And so I don't know. I was just, for me, it was just an interest in it. You know, I just had a, an interest in recording and I don't know. That's pretty much it. I'm just really interested in it. That's cool. Yeah. And it's important. I mean, and uh, I think that in general, it's like uh, when we have that love, it's like for me, I, I remember when I first started rapping, it was just like I was in junior high. I always listened to rap music and I just was good at it. I just or at first I wasn't very good at it. I just freestyled and I would just repeat the same thing over and over again. But uh, I was trying. I mean, guys, I was 12. I mean, what do you expect? Um, but uh, I got look better. at you now. Look at me now. I'm not 12. <laughs> Um, and I'm rapping on a podcast. Wow. It really, hey. it really went well for me. Um, I'd say so. But what's your favorite instrument, Drew? Uh, Zap, sorry. Well, I mean, I think I'm probably branded as a guitar player, you know, but I really see myself as just a composer, as a producer. You okay. know, to be able to, at this point in my life, being 42 years old, just to um, having worked with, you know, so many musicians and just being such a, a fan of music in general to kind of just see the whole picture, you know? And, um, so yeah, I mean, for me, guitar, I think that's such a, you know, that's such a generic answer, but, you know, go think of bands like, uh, what is it? How do you say it? It's spelled C-H-I-C, Cheek, Cheek is the name of that band. Cheek, maybe? I think it's... Yeah, yeah. That guitar and um, the Brothers Johnson bands back then, they had that... They, they The the way that they played the guitar was almost like a, a rhythmic instrument, almost like a drum. You know, it has a lot of... You know, and so I've always... Um, you know, that's how I kind of view the turntables. I view the, the, the turntables as a percussive instrument. You know, when you start bringing in scratching and stuff like that. So it's just how can you put these pieces together and, and you know, make a composition out of it? Yeah. So, yeah, long, long with an answer, guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's easily like if you had to play any just ra random sample song or any song in general, what would be your go to classic guitar riff that you play? What song would it be from? Well, I really like uh, Bob James and uh, the theme song from Taxi. Are you familiar with that, that track? Um, no, but uh, do you have a guitar close to you? Actually, you know, I think I got the track. Let me let me go. Well, no, I need you to play it. I don't want you to put it on because we don't have the rights. <laughs> <laughs> but if you play what it. What do you mean? I, I got it on the turntables right here. Uh, no, no, but we don't have the rights to play it, you goofball. <laughs> <laughs> I can play a sample of it. Okay, I didn't know that. This is my first time. Yeah, well, it's a nice, it's a nice guitar lick that he's got in there. Yeah, you should just uh, play the guitar. Did I put you on the spot? Very, very soulful. Yeah. Can you not play the guitar rift, Drew? Well, huh, Zap? Huh, Zap? No, I can't. I'm not that good. You know, dog. Don't even. <laughs> I think you sounded great. I know you're awesome. I've done so many rehearsals with you. I want to rip my face off. Yeah, why don't we just make up something? You know, we're, JJ Sound Effects got some. Beats we're gonna do that out. in the end of, of the podcast. <laughs> don't skip the podcast. See that? Okay, it's like the rhythmic instrument, right? This is almost a percussive sound, right? Yeah, yeah.
cool. No, right? we're not doing that yet. We're doing this at the end, Drew. <laughs> that sounded great, man. I'm sorry, man. So I was you asked me to come on the show at like six o'clock. You're like, hey, you want to be on a podcast? Like, All right. <laughs> Called him out. Called him out. <laughs> there it is, folks. It's true. How we do down at Flo's. That's how we do down at Flo's for you. I uh, and I, when I called Drew, I was like, hey, Drew, you're my third option. So you should just know that you were my third option on this. <laughs> and um, so anyways, I made him pull the guitar. But uh, yeah, so when it comes to production and doing that stuff, uh, do you like doing like rock? Like what is your, what kind of music do you like to do the music? Like what kind of production do you like to do the most? I know the answer to this question, but I don't think anybody else knows. So what's your kind of production of music that you yeah, like? I, I've, yeah, I've got a good answer for that. Um, and it, kind of going back to the early early 80s you know bands like um what was that what was the name of that band blue monday new order the way that they produced music was it was like 50 percent tracked with a with a with a metronome with midi keys but then the other 50 percent was actually live instruments and i thought that was a great mix of you know you got the precision of uh computer-based stuff but you also have the live feel too and so for me personally i like to keep things live to a degree you know i think there's nothing like having live performance and that energy that you feel when you're you know rocking the show yeah oh yeah so and i feel like with you you, for me like you like to produce your own sound uh which when i when i combine it all together i think of the funk reggae soul funk reggae a little bit of rock i don't know a little bit of blues and jazz yeah it's kind of but definitely the reggae feel definitely yeah. has the reggae feel and the hip-hop you know yeah see that's the whole thing about the rhyming is it's it's a percussive type you know thing you know you, the syncopation in your what i'm feeling what i'm saying what i'm doing what i say you know like it's it's back to that wait where's my guitar <laughs> right it's yeah. a syncopation so it's just music that you can feel you know and i i think that a lot of the music nowadays is it's just so abstract that it's it doesn't have any like actual real feeling to it you know it may be interesting and creative but i i believe that there's real you know you go back to like i said the early 80s like there was music where those bass lines that you were you were feeling it you know they yeah. just had groove and stuff you know and and i think back then you know this is kind of going even deeper they we, we didn't have all the cultural distractions that we have now like we have facebook and twitter and youtube and all that stuff and back then it was like these people that were creating music they didn't have all that stuff they they were you know they were digging deep and 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 feeling this you know feeling these grooves from from within and so i thought it was is more genuine you know in a sense and uh you know the equipment wasn't as easy to come by so i have a lot of respect for these early producers uh there's one uh shalimar have you heard of that group shalimar no there's a restaurant in kentucky called shalimar and it's amazing indian food oh man see i'm schooling you guys right now shalimar <laughs> 
just the you you put your headphones on and listen to that the production value on that is just insane and it's like 1981 they were producing stuff like that they didn't have all the tools that we have nowadays and so i don't know it just there was a lot more effort that was put into it you know and i think that shows you know so anyway that's awesome man <laughs> that's cool um and now i'm just gonna go straight to a dumb question but uh you have had a studio at your house or an actual studio in in summary at least every once in a while for the last 20 years tell me a hilarious story from um having a recording <laughs> studio in your and and if you can't think of one i do have one funny one if you can't remember that is one. that the one where you punched a hole in the wall <laughs> is that the one you <laughs> i got you <laughs> I don't remember. Right in the closet at Madison. Did I punch a hole in the wall? Wasn't that you? No, no. No. My my story is where I took all my clothes off. Okay. It was like. I remember that. It was like, dude. Well, I was in the booth, but it was like, it was like, I don't know. It was like 150 degrees, and we're in this closet um, in your studio, and it was so hot. So I had to take my shirt off, my pants off. I was just in my underwears rapping and uh because we had been there for like four hours and uh it was, I was so hot and sweaty and uh yeah that was the story that wasn't as funny as i thought it was gonna be so those were the those were the days man back at madison <coughs> avenue yeah yep. do you have any yeah. funny stories or do we just is that as good as we get right there that was right as you said that that's what came to my mind i mean uh i had someone that, that I did some recording for, and at the end of the session, when they paid me, they wrote the check, and then they crumpled it up and threw it at me. And I was always, like, trying to figure out what the heck did that mean, you know? What? Yeah. That's I, like... I picked it, I picked it up and, and got it, but I was like, dude, you're in my house. Like... <laughs> High-key disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's yeah, not, that was interesting. That's not I don't good. know if that's funny, but it's interesting. <laughs> huh. Like, why would you do that? I just, I still, like, why would you, you're mad that you're having to pay someone? You know, I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm not. You, throw, you, you crumple up a check and you throw it at your engineer. <laughs> like, here's your money. I mean, at least huh. it, thanks it, a lot. Did the money go through? Yeah, I picked the check up off the floor and I was like, thanks. <laughs> like, I don't know. Were they nice Weird. to you after that, or did they walk off? Um, I have never heard from them since. Well, obviously, they, what are you doing over there with your mic? I'm trying to get it set up here. This I is mean, my first time on television. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I would suggest not touching your mic. That's the best way to do okay. Come on, man. You run a recording studio. <laughs> <laughs> when, when is ever yeah. if somebody started manually the mic when they're recording their verse what would you say <laughs> what, what would your answer be he's nervous he's nervous oh. yeah so other funny stories i mean i don't i don't know of anything funny just there's always like the stories of computers crashing and breaking and Ooh. you know things like that um but yeah do you have any less of that stuff happens now i mean yeah trey do you have any producer questions for drew as a music yeah well i mean i actually wanted to become an audio engineer at one point in time in my life and just never 
pursued that dream. Um, I've since then tried to do all kinds of different things. I tried to become a, um, a, uh, what is it called? Radio operations manager. I mean, just, I tried anything to be behind a booth and, you know, I love beatboxing. I love hip hop. I love just the whole, what is hip hop? Like I obviously didn't grow up listening to it and I wasn't in that culture until later, but, um, what are some like, I don't know, what's some advice that you could give somebody who wants to at least start to, cause I actually DJ, um, I guess what's some advice on editing that you could give uh, to anybody listening on the podcast right now that I guess there's a lot of do's and don'ts that people may or may not know about. Well, I think learning how to play with a metronome um, and learning how to play on, on beat is, um, is a big deal. And um, especially when it comes to live instruments and drums and stuff like that. But, I think I've always recommended that um, everyone should be a drummer. I think I think everyone should learn to play the drums because there's just something intrinsic about timing and playing the drums. And, you know, when you have a sense of that, that it translates, you know, when you talk about becoming a recording artist and going into the studio and stuff like that, to have a sense of timing. I mean, obviously, there's artists like Willie Nelson and stuff like that who are just completely fluid and they don't stay on beat but um that's not really you know i mean having having a good sense of timing i think is 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 probably probably one of the most important things awesome i would say yeah yeah man i mean what are like that's good that's good stuff uh i i wish i grew up playing the drums because i think i'd be a better even better beatboxer um because quite frankly like I just never owned a drum kit. I never owned a full setup. I never owned even like a snare and a, a hi-hat. I mean, um, I wish I could have learned that so that I can, I don't know, I guess have more quality sounds when it comes to sounding like a drum kit. Cause I would try to play in our church all the time and just do simple beats, but I would love to, cause my roommate actually um, has been in a band for forever as far as like he was in band and never, I don't think he was in orchestra. He was in marching band and he can just play the drums like nobody's business. Um, but yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, I think that's, that's totally cool. Uh, what are like, if you were to start off getting equipment and stuff, what are some like things you, you should spend money on, but excuse me, what are some things you should spend money on and some things you don't really need to worry about? (laughs) It's in like big bucks, I guess. Yeah, that's a good question. There's a uh, there's a guy on YouTube named Warren. I don't know his last name, but his channel is called Produce Like a Pro. And um, I highly recommend him. He's actually one of my favorite that's on there. And he's um, I think he's got like 400,000 subscribers, 420 or something like that's that. All? Let's okay. go. 420. That's close to half a million. <laughs> that's mm. it. Um, okay that's awesome yeah okay. well i won't talk about it. he doesn't have it no um but he's yeah and he's got a he's got a resume um to his name and he he did a video where he went to the studio he went to sunset sound studios and he had a a, dr- a really good drummer and they've obviously got the great room and he set up a cheap set of uh drum mics versus their you know eighty thousand hundred thousand dollar setup 
and he did an A-B test on it. And it was really interesting because his whole thing is saying that it's not really about the equipment. It's about the performance and the creativity and the skill of the artist, you know. And um, he, in the end, you listen to the A-B and he actually had people listen to it and they they all picked the cheaper sounding equipment. It's crazy. <laughs> that they thought was better. Yeah. So what does that tell you? I mean, the equipment that we have available to us nowadays is 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 phenomenal. And so it's really more about the um the creativity. There's there's so few barriers. I mean, like I said back in my day with the tape machine, those recordings were horrible, you know? And there's a there's a definite difference between what you would have paid for something like that then and what you would pay for now. Um, you know, back then, the only way to get a high end recording would to go would be to go into a big studio with two inch tape and, you know, have a, you know, a big budget and stuff. But now that's not a barrier. So really, um, I think the biggest thing is just being creative and owning your craft, you know, and sticking to it and not being afraid of um, not trying to conform, you know, go, just go with what you like and trust your ears. When you hear something that sounds good, it's, I, I think as an engineer, we always try to think, Oh, well, what was that recorded with? What microphone, what, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, that actually doesn't even matter. If it sounds good, it sounds good, you know? And so you just got to go with it, you know? Yeah. And I, yeah. And I, I will give a shout out to Mr. Scout because I think I've always told him that, you know, out of all the different rappers and, and people that I've recorded, there's certain voices and frequencies that, that come across and he's got a very good frequency range in his voice that comes across. And he's also very energetic. He's very poetic and, and, and exciting. And so all those things really, um, it go well you know and that's that's why i like working with you bro yeah awesome man thanks so much i appreciate it i appreciate it. you know one thing uh, uh one story i'll tell you is that so for um my first album that i did as a solo artist i would go what i would do is i would uh i don't think i told you the story trey but what i would do is i'd get off work at 5 30 and i would drive to drew's house um from san antonio to austin in two two to three hour traffic Get there about oh, nine, wow. 9.30. And then we would record until about 4 in the morning, right? And then we would uh, then I would drive back to work. So I would, get in the, I would stay at Nida's house, sleep for like two hours, and then leave Austin at 6 in the morning and drive back. And Dude. we did this for like, I don't know, a month or two months for a long time. And then the craziest thing about it is <laughs> no vocals from that, from that, like three months of recording here, I didn't use any of those for the album. Oh my god! From my gosh, we dude. used we used uh, a lot of all the features were recorded at his studio, so that worked out. But I was just so tired; it was just like so obvious how terrible it was. Oh my gosh! Do you remember that, Drew? You said I, I like do. it and I love it. And oh, it was bad. I mean, like. We were trying to get the best out of it, but I had to re-record all those vocals. But the thing is, at no. that time, I had no options, and Drew was my only option, and I really wanted to get the album done. And not because Drew is terrible. It's because he was in Austin. And so all my San Antonio Austin, San Antonio options drew uh, um, disappeared. And so, but Drew was like, dude, you know I'll do it. And I was like, all right, cool. I will uh, try my hardest to... Uh, 
come down and went down and uh, again but the cool thing is is what kept the project alive me going there me proving to myself that i wanted to make it happen um it was really cool so um, yeah i do remember that now you're you're bringing that back to mind that your your, your dedication to that, uh, <laughs> that's insane dude yeah and i mean at that time i was probably like i was i was barely making i was making like eight bucks an hour um I, you know, I think so. I'm sorry to keep going on. You guys just open open this up, but yeah, you know, you're good, man. There's something to say too is that, um, like a Simon Cowell type approach. Not everyone should be a musician. Not everyone. It's enough for me. It's like, uh, you know, yeah. I I, I don't know. Um, I agree. Just you, you got to be able to take some honest crit criticism, you know, and know what you're good at and what you're not good at. Like, you don't want to hear me sing, <laughs> you know, so I don't, I don't sing. sing. I stick to I stick to playing the guitar and playing the drums, you know. Yeah, now, that's why you get voice mods. So you can sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, now I'm still learning. It doesn't matter how you sound. You got so much EQ on it. You can just sound like this. Yes, love there you it, go. dude. Love it. Um, that is See that cool. vocoder? That's reminiscent of the uh, the early '80s stuff, right there. There you friend. go. Yeah, love the robot voice. <laughs> love it. Well, that's cool. Um, and uh, also, not only do you do music production, but you also have your own um, entertainment web design company. Is that correct? Uh, it's not entertainment, but I, yeah, that's what I do Sorry. for a, a, day, a day job. The recording stuff is just a hobby for me, but yeah, I'm a, I'm web developer by, by day. Trade. Um, yeah. And web so we, we did a, we did a terrible ad for your, uh, services at the beginning. And, uh, I apologize for that. So no, Jason, was pretty good. he was, he's blaming us. He, it was Jason. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It was me. Um, <laughs> Wait, am I on the bottom or on the side? You're on like the bottom. The Okay, so point Jason. up? No, the other way. Yeah, right here. Jason. You're no, you're on true. yeah, you're right here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Uh but yeah, so is that something um that you enjoy doing is doing the web design? Or is it just kinda hey, I need to make money? Um we might not spend that much time on this, but uh yeah. So Yeah, I mean, uh I think it's just following your passions, you know, and uh for me like I said, it was in, in high school, I, I was doing the music stuff. And then I was actually working at a radio station in Austin. And um, it was KIXL, it was Christian Talk Radio. And my my job was, a, I was overnight producer. So I was there from like 10 till six in the morning. And this was like 2005. And this is when web development was really you know the internet was becoming a thing you know and websites and stuff like that and i was just interested in it and uh so i would take my laptop up to work and my job description there was pretty much being a babysitter of the, the radio station to make sure it didn't go off the air you know because it's talk radio so it's like play something for an hour commercial make sure it doesn't shut off you know yep uh pretty easy so i would sit there on my laptop and uh teach myself web design and just because I was interested in it. And then I realized, you know, like a year into it, I was like, Hey, I can actually make money doing this. People are, you know, want to pay me to do this. And so that's when I realized that for me, music was more of a hobby and, uh, you know, computers and stuff like that was more of a, of a career. And, you know, it just was 
you know, just follow what you're interested in and, and uh, stick with it. You know, that's why I say. Yeah. So, so yeah, here I am 15 years later still doing that. And um, as Scout kind of alluded to, I, I created a content management system called Easy Edit, which is kind of like my own version of WordPress. And uh, I, I started creating that about 10 years ago, and I'm on my third version of that. And it's had, I guess, a fair amount of success, but I'm, I'm a pretty introverted person. And so that's, uh, I need some marketing help, you know, so you guys got to do some commercials for me. <laughs> oh, no problem. <laughs> we'll definitely do that. That's the plan. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I think it's important to enjoy something you do. And I said, well, I said, I was thinking about, I was like, you've literally made a website for me at least ever, like you've made like over three or four websites for me throughout the 20 years. So um, I remember the first time I had like a Java site and you were like, what is this craziness? You need to not do this anymore. And you fixed it. And so, um, but yeah, no, it's just interesting to see you do your thing. And I think it's funny. Most people don't know the story, but if you've seen any of our videos, every once in a while, I'll do a music video with a puppet. Well, the puppet exists because of Drew, because we've been, well, a long time ago, I came up with an idea of doing a puppet spokesman for his website. And so we did all the designs, did all the things, and it just didn't work at the moment. But I still have the puppets just sitting around. And so now I use them for rap videos. And uh, that's exactly how the uh, puppet rap videos existed. Was just because me and Drew came up with a silly idea, and now I have a bunch of puppets. Jason, how many puppets do you have? I have three, right? I have three or four. So did you did you guys pay for them from a designer or? No, I made them all myself. Oh wow, really? Yeah, I made them all from my hand. And Do you so, have them next to you? I I have one or two. Let's see. We have now again. Yeah, don't fall your chair now. I won't. So we have our normal <laughs> one. You've seen this guy before. This is our this is our the rapper who's always wow. in all the different things. Okay, but I fully made him myself. Put what? together the eyes in the mouth, and I in the sock I bought at Walmart, and uh, <laughs> and then this is the remnants of the Drew puppet, uh, but he's not fully done yet. But uh, uh, here he is. Oh, here he is. Oh, 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 there he is. And so I put together his eyes. His nose is missing. Um, there he is Dude, can, can you make me a puppet, man? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting in my it. way. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so I, I made all the puppets awesome. myself. It's, I'm the kind of person where like, if you tell me, Hey, uh, I want to, let's do this thing. I just create it. So I learned how to make puppets in like, a, like pretty much all these were designed last or two July, two years ago. Um, and then kind of updated as I went. But, uh, yeah, I mean, now I have a green screen, all this stuff for the puppet stuff. So, um, yeah. And hopefully we're going to be working on some new stuff that might be. <laughs> It's time for question of the day. Let's get it. All right. And this yeah. is from Gail Simone at Gail Simone. Um, okay. Today's question of the day. Is Jason Riley a bib? Oh. All right. The actual question is, uh, your place is a dangerous gas leak that may combust. You get your family, friends, pets, and important papers and such out. You have time to rescue one geeky item of your choice. From your collection, what do you save? 
So for you, Drew, this can be uh, nerdy collection stuff or it can be your instruments. I think instruments is a fine thing when it comes to you. So uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, I pick, mean, pick something. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think, Drew? If you could save anything out of your nerdy things, what would you save? <laughs> My dog? I don't know. No, no. You've already saved your dog. This you is like your pets, your family, all that stuff. This is all your nerdy. Stuff. This is like your nerd question. Like mine would be, uh, I don't even know what nerdy thing I collect. Uh, uh, I die. Oh, probably my comic books would be something like that. And so yours uh, are probably instruments. Um, so what would you or anything? Yeah, it would be uh, backup recordings. That yeah. Okay. You can replace everything else, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because that oh. actually happened to me. My house and my studio burned down, and dang it! So, yeah, the hit a little close to home. I had a whole bunch of archive recordings that are burned up. Dude, I'm so sorry, man. Ah, uh, it's okay. Yeah, uh, how about you, Trey? Well, Jason already said comics, so I'm going to give you a better story in a second. I was trying to give him an option. Sure, so, um, I have a lot of stuff that I would save. I'd probably have to be my... Do you consider a computer geeky, though? I feel like you'd already take your computer. Um, my now magic the, cards. See, the thing about Drew is and Drew now. has, like, 10 computers. So when he's talking about backup drives, it's a whole different thing. So I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, I would say magic cards. My magic, magic cards. cards. They're they're worth yeah. money. So I've probably said this before, but I'm going to do it again. Uh-oh, you're going away. It would be this. Oh, yeah. Where is it? Where I, yep. is it? Mm-hmm. Nope. It's, oh, nope. Goodbye, Jason. Nope. All right. There it is. Oh, 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 forget it. He's vanishing. What are you doing? I'll forget it. It's a freaking amp, isn't it? It is an amp. It's a 1973 Fender Champ amp. And it was my grandmother's practice amp when she was in a country western band or she was a country western singer. And it's not something that I use, but it's something. It reminds me of her, and she's one of my biggest inspirations to do music. Um, so it'd probably be that. And so, yeah. Awesome. And, uh, or maybe these puppets. I don't know. You don't know. You never know that kind of stuff. Um, and so, yeah. Um, all right. So there you go. Um, and that was our question of the day segment. <laughs> that I have totally messed up. Um Zap, are you okay over there? Yeah, I'm just uh, thinking this is a long podcast. <laughs> well, it is, and we're all now at this point. Oh, we don't are, you worry. We are done. Um, now what we're going to do is we're going to turn all the stuff we talked about into a song, and um, it's going to be a fun time. Actually, we've only been. The problem is you've spent. 45 minutes doing test with me before we ever started so yes uh, that's why not recorded yeah. but uh, yeah anyways that's why i feel it's long um but anyways uh right now um zap we're gonna turn this into a song um trey's gonna do some beatboxing i'm gonna do some rapping and you definitely could do some scratching or whatever you want to do to add to it um at that point but uh is there anything that you'd like me to would you like me to make a chorus about any random thing um, I'm going to do that and then we'll talk about everything in the podcast. Or is there anything else that you'd like me to bring up in this song? Uh, do some puppet voices. Pu <laughs> wow. You know what, Trey? Not many people ask me to do different voices rapping. Uh, that's going to be, that's a that's new thing. Good. 
I can definitely do that. And so, uh, yeah, like but here's accent. a little story I like to tell about sure. three bad brothers, you know, so well. So we're going to do, I'm going to do, so this time I've been suggested to do different voices in my rap, which I can pull off for y'all guys. My name is Jason Riley. My name is Jason Riley. My name is Jason Riley. Really? My name is really? Jason Riley. Are we done? Are we done? Um, and so <laughs> is there one big word or one word or a phrase that you want me to add in here too, Drew? Um, I don't know, man. You guys have given me too much attention tonight. You, you, you You're our guest. <laughs> That's what it is. That's why we do with the plugs for you. Uh, yeah. Um, do we do a shameless plug or? Uh, oh, we'll do that at the end. Yeah, we're, we're doing it at the end for sure. Unless you want me to make the song a shameless plug. Yeah, you could. Uh, you could talk about uh, websites and computers. You got it. I got it. All right. So a website computer song with different voices about the things we talked about. Sound good, Trey? Sounds good to me. All right, Zap. If you want to DJ, if you want to add some scratches to this, you can. But uh, or guitar or anything. Or guitar. Yeah, let's go. He's gonna beatbox, and then you can add something to it. So here's the thing, though, Jason. You're gonna be hearing both of us, and we might be coming through separately. So should be want... fine. Okay. All right. So I guess just go off of what you hear from me, Zap. Yeah, you uh, guys. Zap, I'll, I'll just I'll just fill in. Zap. Well, we used to ask our guests what type of flow do you want me to do. Um, what 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 type of feel do you want to have for this beat? Well, let's do something syncopated. You know, kind of like what we were doing earlier. Um... <laughs> Hey, yo, here we go. Hey, oh, here we go. Hey, oh, here we go. A website, one life, I got it the wrong time. You see what I'm saying and I'm one of my fine mind. I wasn't talking to Trey who likes to lie at the headline and he doesn't even know why. He does it only if I couldn't see this time. And Mr. Drew, he was talking about his rhyme. Talking about life, how he made it all the time. Now I'm thinking about the little dishes that I find in me. I never seen all them things that I be. When I'm waiting back and now I'm trying to believe. Hey, what I'm all doing if I still can't go. It's like pressing different websites filling the show. I'll get it when they fit it, but they fitting it in. I wasn't doing a 70s quiz, not really shit, kid. And now I gotta say that it's everything I do. You wanna be a rap, but I'm saying I'm cool. I trip it, trip it true, cause I knew that it's all. And you getting for the people and you running the ball. Like the basketball tripping cause I still can't even stall. You got me something else and then you hear my call. I'm living all the times cause I'm saying it's ill. You want Scout to make it on tone, I feel and you know what I'm thinking I'm running like I am braille they knew that I get it homie this is what I tell ooh we talked about me naked in a closet which is weird sorry that I brought that up beer and now I gotta say that nobody they ever cheer and they wondering what I'm doing if I'm doing it clear yeah and I make it on time now I got to rip it cause I'm busting all the rhymes and then we talked about building up your musical interest and everybody's breaking they be straight using Pinterest not really sure well I'm 
here, sir. And now I got to break it only if I can't concur. And yes, Drew, I asked you two hours before the podcast started, and I'm sorry, I coward. I get it gone, flip it, and I run it through the night. Hey, do what I was doing, and I'm saying that it's right. I'm not afraid to bust upon the mic, and I'm looking for my people like they run it. Is it hype? And now I know that I would take my my little amp with me if I was gonna go out of this place, G. I was gonna have a time, 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 and Trey would take his magic cards because he lost his mind. I'm not really sure what I'm doing, sir. If I got to rap, nobody got some money, sure. Yeah, it's probably like $50,000 in cards. Not really sure what I'd be doing and I'm running so far. No, not that much. Only if I'm breaking, I touch. They were waiting for my people and I'm trying to give it up. What am I doing? I pursue it all. But now I gotta say that I bust the fall. And now we know it's time. But now we got a nomad web design. Only if I trip it because I still can't see. Everybody's yelling out loud. They're waiting for me. I got a little keyboard. Pressing it down. Adding widgets and spitches. Only feeling feeling now. Looking for the ceiling villain. Now I got a found. I do what I was doing and I'm so profound. Lyrically unbound on the ground. And yes, I got my hat backwards and I'm thinking why how? When I'm wearing must have stare. My underwear there. Like I was recording that song and I'm standing in a chair. Hey, what are we doing? I guess I'm done. That's the end of the song. Now I'm feeling it, son. Zap, lead us out. Awesome. Uh, well, there you go. There's your rap. I hope that Built it wasn't terrible. You've heard me freestyle 10,000 times, Drew, so you're probably going to be the less impressed person here. Um, but uh, there you go. I hope you enjoyed all my weird voices. And um, thank you so much, guys, uh, for checking it out. Now, uh, Zap, is there anything you want to plug? We already kind of plugged it, but you plug it for us. Um, no, I just want to say thanks a lot for having me on the show. This was fun. And uh, yeah, I had a good time. Yep. And again, of course, man, are, thanks for coming. If you are looking for website stuff, you should go check out Nomad, uh, Nomad Design. Um, it's pretty cool. And so, yeah, do that. Um, but also thank you again for checking out the podcast. I hope you had fun. Um, it is, uh, all of our social medias are, uh, flows for you pod. Um, and you please email us, send us a question, send us an idea, help us, uh, do more for you. We are going to work on, um, getting on different platforms, but right now we're on Facebook live and that's what we're doing. Um, Trey, is there anything I'm missing? Yeah. Just like you said, just, uh, we want to hear any questions you guys have for us, anything that you want us to talk about, hit us up. We really want to hear uh, from our fans. We want to hear any topics that you think that you would like to hear on the podcast. If you want to be on the podcast, hit us up at flowsforyou at gmail.com. Excuse me, flowsforyoupod at gmail.com. We have a Twitter, a Twitter, Instagram. We have Facebook. Obviously, we're streaming right now. And uh, we really want to hear what you guys have to say about our, uh, about our layout because Jason did a lot of work and we really like it. And we want to hear from you guys about uh, what you like, what you don't like, and hit us up. I'm done. All right. And um, now one last thing that we do do. Uh, do do. Do do. Do do. I deal with babies all day. So, yes, I do do that. Uh, yeah, you kind of baby. Um, but uh, we do make up a song about our end song is just going to be one word about anything. So what's our song going to be about? Mr. Uh, Zap. Man, you're asking me too much tonight, man. <laughs> one word. One word. Give me one word. Freestyle. Cool. Okay. All right. Trey? 
this, 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 this about freestyle. I, I like to freestyle, ooh, rap, every day now, now, now. I like to freestyle, rap, yeah, 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 yeah. I like to rap and it's freestyling sometimes. I'm wondering why. I like to freestyle. I like to rap. I like to freestyle. I like to rap. Like to do all these silly things. I only know what I could ever scream. Hey, now I want to freestyle because I rap with the rap bat. You know what I'm doing and I'm running like the back jack. I don't even get what I'm doing. I run and throw. Looking for my people because I'm waiting for you. Ooh. I like to freestyle rap. He likes to freestyle. I like to freestyle rap. Bye, guys.